Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Real with Jordan and Demi in Los Angeles. I'm Jordan Edwards in New York. We got Demi Ramos. What's up, Demi? Woo! And today we've got Simi. Simi, thank you for being on the show. We really appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Your new album, To Be Honest, is out now. So I'm listening to this album last night as I'm preparing for the interview. And I'm thinking like, this is such a great late night album. Like the vibes yeah. on this are so good at like one in the morning. Like it's so smooth and so like so many layers and little like keyboards here. And like, it's just so, <laughs> it's so nice. And it's I know that album. You, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know that you you put together a, a really strong team for this one. You've got some really high end, you know, hit making producers. Can you tell me about how this one came together, how you put together the producers and the uh, musicians to, to make this one happen? Um, I got the idea for the album sometime, like about three years ago. And um, I just wanted to do a project that, you know, where I was kind of telling some of my stories, um, you know, maybe, my journey through music and you know some of the experiences i've had as well and i thought it'd be nice to make like a little compilation of songs um with those ideas and experiences in there um i wasn't exactly sure how to go about it but like you know I, that's why i took my time and i had um, a few producers work on it and these are producers i haven't really worked with before um my husband is a musician as well and so he's working with blaze who has who produced most of the songs on the album and i told him to ask him to send me some music, you know? And so he sent me some stuff and we really caught a vibe. And um, well, here we are today. Yeah, that's amazing. sounds great. Sounds and your great. vocals on this new album, just like all of your other releases are so just soothing and sensual and fresh. And I mean, yeah. you do have a gospel background. So tell us about those things. <laughs> Um, yeah, and my first, my very first album ever was a gospel song. I was doing gospel up till I think 2012 or 2013. Um, I learned how to mix and master myself off of YouTube because I knew exactly what I wanted to hear in my wow. song. And I felt like, <laughs> and I felt like I was a little bit too anal for <laughs> people. And so, you know, I um, went and learned how to do it myself. So I really enjoy being a part of the process of creating. Um, I know, like I said, I know what I want to hear in my songs. I know how I want it to go. I don't know when something is too much for me or too little. And so just inserting myself into the process, you know, it definitely helps me get there faster. Since you do have this production background, you do mix and master. In fact, wow. uh, I, I uh, was watching another interview. You like actually met your husband at Akunle Gold because you mastered one of his albums. Is that correct? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> we were already together at the time. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Um, I was, um, I, I learned how to mix and master while we were already dating. Okay. Although no one knew we were dating at the time because we were we kept it on the low. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and since you have this musical, you know, your husband's a musician, do you guys bounce ideas off of each other? Um, are you playing each other's songs, seeing each other's songs, running stuff by each other all the time? Almost oh, definitely. Um, that's one of my favorite things about my relationship that I can get so much out of it, you know, besides, you know, um, 
being life partners. Um, we we feed off of each other, um, inspire each other. He's giving me some really incredible ideas. It's actually cool, right? It's on one of the songs on the album as well. And, you know, it's just so amazing to to have, you know, someone I can I can work with in life and work with, you know, in my profession as well. Is it ever hard um, dating another musician, being a musician? Because it's like two personalities, you have the egos, you have, yeah. what are the hardships in, in doing that? Um, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that it's hard because um, I think in the beginning, yes, it was, you know, but I mean, we've had so much practice. We dated for a while before we actually got married and we were able to, we were able to do that outside of the limelight because our relationship wasn't public, you know, so we were able to actually date each other outside of the limelight. So I think that helped us to rehearse, <laughs> rehearse for the big thing, you know, and, um, and I think we just have, we have uh we just i guess you understand priorities and you know what works and what doesn't work and you work together and you communicate so it works out demi's a musician and she's sometimes dates other musicians but you know she something you're gonna call me out see our our <laughs> podcast is is about life in the music industry and so demi often will ask our guests about issues that she's having at the current moment. So. <laughs> we you know, happy, happy to help. Happy to and help. crime advice. We got like top of the line advice from you guys. You know, <laughs> guys that come on the show. Let's talk about Nigeria. Uh-huh. You're there right now. What's it like? Um. Well, I mean, this is home. Oh, home. <laughs> this is home. Um, I go back from. I go back and forth from the states. I would go back and forth between here and the States, um, but this is home. I have my family, most of my family here and my friends. Um, and, you know, there's obviously what it like, we're hoping for more and more positive things to happen for us, you know, and so we're all working towards it. We have an election coming soon again. Um, you know, but I'm always, you know, rooting for my country and rooting for my people. Nigeria obviously um, is a big cultural center within Africa, both, you know, economically and artistically, a huge film industry, music industry. When you're making music, how much do you care about reaching audiences outside of Nigeria, getting into the U.S.? You say you, you spend a lot of time in the U.S. and the U.K. When you're making music, how much do you think about, okay, this will play well in the States or this will play well in Europe? Does that enter your mind? Um- yeah, most definitely. Um, I mean, starting um, if you listen to my early earlier music, the sound is you know quite different. It's more African, you know, sounds and percussions and everything. Now, um, I try to incorporate more foreign, uh, uh, if you like sounds. Yeah, and, and to, an, to, know, to an American, um, this new album has more of an, an actual like. Afro B, Afro pop kind of sound. Yeah, I mean, exactly. you work with producers who had, who had, you know, in in that world. Do you find mm-hmm. yourself trying, even though you had that more traditional sound early in your career? Mm-hmm. Do you try to mix it at all? Do you feel kind of a struggle? Like I don't want to go too far away from my roots. Actually, yeah. Um, it's not like it's not even that I don't want to go too far from my roots. It's that um, if I if I do go far, 
I hope like I'm doing it right, you know, because I don't want to, I'm not trying to do it just so I can get more listeners, but I'm trying to, it still has to, you know, be organic. It still has to sound right. I still have to flow just right on the beats and bounce just right. You know, so as I'm evolving, it sounds still natural, you know, so I guess the, the struggle would be, um, am I doing it right as opposed to am I doing too much? Mm. And the new yeah. album, to be honest... Let's talk about the making of the album, all the nitty gritty, all the, the late nights in the yeah. studio, you yeah. know, what was the problem song? What's your favorite song on the album? All those little in-between things. Um, I have, I've had a couple of problem songs on this album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think because a few of the beats, a few of the songs, I had to change the beats because I, you know, maybe like halfway through creating, I just felt like it wasn't, you know, it wasn't exactly the way I wanted it to be. I didn't feel, it didn't feel as right as I wanted it to feel. And so I would ask the producer to change something else. The process of making the songs, I've had I've had to change features even, you know, especially on songs I didn't want to do by myself. You know, um, I think all the songs just have their different, um, they have their different struggles and stresses you know Issues. but i feel like the, yeah. yeah but the but the easiest song for me to write on the album was naked wire which is actually the first um single off of the album um it just came to me so easy and you know i was very grateful to that but all the songs you know kind of did a number of me on a level the single yeah when i was listening to the album the the big thing that uh that kind of like stood out for me was when you you don't have a lot of features on this album see in america we i feel like people have like a feature on every song there's like 10 people on the album but you're like just yeah. bits and pieces how do you go about choosing who the features are um and do you have people like asking you to be on the album how does that work yeah um honestly i've always been like that i'm not like a big pack all the features on it person um i just feel like if if i hear a song and i can hear someone on it I will, you know, I'm going to try and get them, but like most of the time, I just, I love, I think again, cause I'm so protective of my space and my music. I'm always like, I want it to be just right, you know? And so I don't like to force energy. Um, for this album, I, you know, I heard, like I said, I had to swap a few features, but even then I kind of had to switch the beats and change my verse. Cause I didn't want to like bring the energy from the previous, you know, arrangements and everything. So. Um, if I hear someone, if I if I hear someone, I'm I feel like this person's vibe is gonna go great on this song, you know. Then I'm usually open to it, and I'm excited. I'm always happy. I'm happiest to work with people that are happy to work with me. What I picked out was um, the song "Loyalty" featuring Fave on here is so loyal. good. Loyal, loyal. It's, it's loyal. I'm sorry. So, yeah, no, my, my favorite. Like I had it written down. That's why my favorite <laughs> song here is "Loyal." And um, featuring Fave, and it's 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 kind of a sad song. I like songs that have a little bit of a sad feel to them. Um, yeah, Jordan's yeah. a sad boy. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's, another, that's another question. Um, in in America, it, um, sad music is really popular right now. Songs yeah. that are sad, you know, there's a lot of like quote unquote emo rap, and yeah. a lot of like rock songs are about Rookie. how someone's broken their heart or whatever. Is yeah. that the case in Nigeria? I mean, um, do you still do, is that kind of music popular, sad music? Um, I wouldn't, I, w I definitely wouldn't say that because I think we're more into like vibes. 
Yeah, yeah, we that's just, what I was thinking. It, yeah, <laughs> I think over here we just like to chill more and just you know let the music do the thinking. They don't want to think too much about it. They just want to enjoy it, the right. flow, the vibe. Um, "Loyal" is one of my favorite songs on the album because I mean it's actually inspired. It's so interesting that you mentioned that because it was inspired by actually um by friends, you know that I that you know let me down, and so um. That's where that um that's where that inspiration came from. Yeah, I could tell that that had to have been about a real situation, a real person, because it was just so yeah. it, it's so confessional and so specific. Yeah. yeah. How well, important to you is um your visuals for your your art? Because I know some artists are like they'll just throw up, you know, a picture of a plant, <laughs> you know, and then other art, you know, or. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I was I was saying some artists are really particular about their visuals or you know how important to you is it the visual? Do you go crazy like trying to figure out a visual that just matches that song? Yeah, I do. I don't, I mean to a point. I'm not as I don't go like gaga over the visuals. Really, I just um I just I mean, if it works then you know I'm happy. I'm more I'm more crazy. I go crazy when it comes to the audio, but the visuals, I'm pretty chill. Hmm. Even for you, you have such great uh, styling in your music videos, the the dancing, the lighting, the makeup is so on point. How much input do you have on that? Or do you have stylists who kind of take care of that for you? Um, yeah, um, we, um, I have stylists, but you no, know, I usually have like a vision, especially depending on the song. If it's a, if it's a really intense song, I, you know, I'm very like, it has to be so and so way. I have to look like this. My hair has to look like this, you know, but I work with stylists and hairstylists and, you know, makeup artists, you know, to bring the vision together. Aside from being an artist, you, and a producer and a mixer and a master, you also have your own label called Studio Brat. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about being the CEO of your own label and kind of how do you run that? How did that come about? Um, so I was signed to a record label up until 2019. And you know, I've been there for five years and I just I just um I just wanted more. You know? Mm. I want and by more, like it was they did they did me really good. It was really really you know great experience you know and i had such in such great creative control but it's like you know there was a limit to how much risk i was able to take you know mm -hmm. therefore the fewer risks i can take the fewer the less i'm able to grow you know mm -hmm. so i just wanted you know to be able to take more chances on myself um be my own boss call the shot you know because then i felt like it would i'll would be able to do more before I grow more how much are you using that platform to, uh, to help grow other artists and reach out to other artists? Is that important? I mean, to you? new new artists, emerging artists. Yeah, for now, it's just me on the label because I'm you know I'm trying to figure this out. Because right after I read my I left the old record label, I was um, signed to, I was signed to, um, no, I got pregnant. I mean. I got pregnant and excuse me. I got pregnant and um so I had like two years where my daughter's about to be two. Wow. My daughter's two now, yeah. And um so it was like I just, you know, had to just find my footing and figure it out. 
and just get myself together basically so i'm still working on myself and trying because because i mean i i support like other artists but like i'm not i'm not no one signed to me right now because that's a huge commitment and i don't want to commit to anyone's career until i'm ready sure it's a whole nother world when you start signing other artists i know and speaking of motherhood how how are you liking motherhood and like how do you balance it i mean sometimes we look at you know artists they're on tour and it's like whoa like Mm. you've got so many (laughs) you know responsibilities it's already one thing to be to have a, a kid and but you like, is it, do you feel like you're living a double life sometimes? Like Hannah Montana, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I go home and then I go go on, on stage and I, you know. Hannah Montana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a perfect description. Sometimes it does feel like a double life, mm-hmm. especially because um, all those like faces of my life are so intense. You know, being a mom is incredibly intense. And being a musician, being an artist is intense as well you know but i think um what helps me is um just about just prioritizing and then committing to my priorities because you know at the end of the day um there's only so much time in a day you know so like i figure out the things that are most important to me and how i can manage them i have less time i have less me time now but you know i'm doing the things that i love and i have an incredible daughter and She's like the light of my life, and you just understand it takes work, but I'm I'm so happy to do it. Is she creative? She loves music. She knows all the songs on the album. Oh, <laughs> and she's yeah, she's so smart. She's she's beautiful. Well, maybe we'll get like a a, a blue ivy style cameo on the next one. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, what are your plans since the album's just out? Um, What's your your tour plans? Your plans for the rest of the summer? Are you are you hitting the states? I think you're hitting the states, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, we're planning a tour. We're I mean we're still in talks right now, but we're planning a tour in the states and something in the UK maybe later this year. Um, yeah. So we're just we're still talking about. It. I'm gonna announce when we have it all together. Where do you? I know that like obviously there's the Nigerian. Uh, diaspora is really strong around the world. There's Nigerians all over the world who, uh, and all people who aren't Nigerian who come to your shows outside of Nigeria, where would you say your biggest fan base is? Where you like, what country do you go to where people Mm -hmm. are like really wild? I mean, based off of the DSPs and you know, the info I have on the back end, that's the States. And then, you know, the UK is France and yeah. Yeah, well, okay, so earlier we were talking about with Jordan, pretty much like, you know, you are sometimes writing music, you have to think about how is this, how is someone going to receive this from somewhere else, you know, like in Europe, how is someone in the States going to receive this, but how committed to you are speaking the truth of the people you grew up with and, you know, kind of representing Nigeria Mm. for the world? Um. I think, I mean, regardless of how much you want to cross over, it's important to, you know, have, keep the originality because, mm-hmm. I mean, I can't give America what American can give America, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. or what an American artist can give America. And an American artist can give America what I can give America. So my focus is to bring my signature, my culture, my sound, which obviously is inspired by the sounds here, you know, back home. And curated and just you know packaged in a way where people are trying to experience the sound that they're not you know 
as used to or they're not very familiar with and you know being able to do that is i think is more unique than you know trying to do something just people are already used to that they have loads of already what I think you, someone like um trying to think of other artists that have moved to the states and to pursue music and maybe haven't really thought about kind of representing you know what i'm saying yeah as much. i mean i guess everyone everyone's everyone's goal is different and everyone's you know inspiration is different i can only speak to my own i'm like thinking like Celine dion i'm like wait does she like talk about oh talk about <laughs> canada yeah yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> they talk about yeah yeah that you know it's it's funny to me that i hadn't really thought about that that you know like you're do you uh, Simi, do you feel like you're actually like technically like a quote unquote representative of Nigeria when you're on tour internationally? Because mm -hmm. some people, that's what they think of when they, that's their experience with Nigerian culture is seeing you in concert. Yeah, 100. Yeah, I'm definitely like, I'm so proud to be Nigerian. I'm so proud because Nigerians are proud people. You know, we're so, mm -hmm. we're so excited to um, make noise about our culture and our sounds. We're so proud of our culture. We're proud of the things that we have. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's always, a, it's always a, um, privilege for me and just it's an honor for me to be you know part of people that are in front of that culture what is the music business like in lagos is it is it, you know i think about where i'm in la and demi's in new york and you know nashville uh tennessee i love, is a big music I love city. both cities by the way those are like two of my favorite cities which okay, one's your favorite though, new york or la decide a little bit um when you come to the state <laughs> where do you where do you stay do you stay in new york you stay in la no, I'm in Houston actually, but I love, Houston. actually love both places for different things. So yeah, <laughs> I love New York because it reminds me of Lagos in a way. The energy reminds me of Lagos in a way, and I love LA. The big buildings like, and everything. Yeah, and the noise. The noise. Yeah, <laughs> as a fire yeah. alarm going on. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but I love LA because it's so the energy is so. I just feel like I can think better when I'm in Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you an outdoors person? Do you like going hiking out in the country? Do you like, you know, the serenity or do you have to have the, the urban, the city vibes? I like the city. I like, when I asked that, you were like, you're kind of like, no, I'm not much of a camper. Like, I'm not going to go nope. out and build a fire. <laughs> I mean, I I went to a camp once when I was a teenager. I think in New York actually, but um, I just I don't remember enjoying that very much. So <laughs> yeah, my sister she's like, I'm going camping this weekend. I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah. Dim, Dimmy's from the Bronx. I'm like, no, so, not, yeah. not doing that. You ever, have yeah. you ever been to the Bronx before? Oh no, uh, we're grooving too. We're having fun. Please. Okay, we back. You there? We okay. Got stuck again. We can we can like cut these parts. Yeah, yeah. We'll okay. we'll we'll cut. Yeah, it won't be one continuous thing. We'll see if she comes back. We have a few more minutes. Okay. Move. Yeah, get that puffer out. It has been a time. Yeah. It has been it has been crazy twenty four hours. Oh, look at this nice side part. Yeah. Yeah. 
Very, very I do like some of the photos that we took where you like swept your hair over like this. Yeah. Yeah, was, yeah, I'm excited. I feel like you're having fun with your hair and your bangs. Like you're just like really. I know. My agency was like, you can grow them out now. I'm like. Oh, she's up stuck. She feels stuck. I don't think, I think they're, they told me to grow them out. I'm like, okay, grow them out. This is it grown out. That's, yeah. that's what we're doing. Okay, we'll keep recording. Um, I'll just, let me record like, and if she comes back on, I'll, I'll switch it, but I'll just pretend that like, she's like, um, we're having technical, we're having technical difficulties with Simi, but we appreciate her being on the new album to be honest is out now. While we have a, a moment here, Demi, I want to bring attention to popdust.com. Yes. You have been, um, probably noticing that, uh, myself and Megan Marshall, other photographer in New York have been doing a lot of original photography, of artists in New York and LA. Um, I want to invite everyone to go on popdust.com and check out, we do interviews over one of the few blogs, websites, magazines, whatever, who do our own photography. The way it usually works is that an artist, uh, when they do an interview for a magazine or whatever, they submit their photos. So they'll have someone take a press photo or whatever, and then they'll uh, submit that photo. But we at Popdust shoot our own photos. We go on locations, we have studios, and I think it's a really fun way to kind of capture what the artist looks like, what their vibe is, what their style is like at that moment. Demi. And, and Yeah. Yeah. Demi, uh, what do you got going on? You uh, have new music out, right? Jordan. Yes, there's new music. There's new music. You're going to see it. You're going to hear it. And Jordan's going to play it every day. Yeah, I'm going to play it every day. I'm going to walk around. LA with it like a boombox blasting don't do that. Demi That's Ramos. Really and people I'm gonna be like, hey, you hear this? This is Demi Ramos. I guess that'll be about it for us. Demi, when are you coming to LA? Coming back to LA. July. July. Demi's coming back to July. Demi's coming back in July. And uh mm -hmm. um She's going to play some punk rock show. United and it'll feel so good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And coming up in just a week or two, mm -hmm. we have new episodes of the Demi Ramo show, uh, which is our spinoff show where Demi interviews people in person, not oh, over Zoom, goodness. not over remote video mm -hmm. chat. Uh, we got Dylan Fraser from uh, the, uh, the Pride of, of Scotland. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and of course, uh, Demi's, uh, good friend from back home, Victoria Conifal is also will be on the show. I will say, oh, we have, who's the third one? Jackson third one? Rose. Jackson Rose. Rose band. From the Jackson Rose band who, um, and I will say just a preview that two out of the three shows, the guest lifts up their shirt. I won't say why they lift up their shirt. <laughs> And out of those three, you can guess, take your guess on who lifts up their shirt uh, between That's those two. So Dylan Fraser, Jackson Rose, and Victoria Conifal. We'll see two of, two of the three lift up their shirt. So we'll see That's which so one of those was that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys, that'll be it for us. Until okay. next time, you can, of course, listen to past episodes on Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts. Watch us on YouTube and Facebook. And uh, follow us on Twitch and Instagram. Demi is at Demi underscore Ramos. I'm at Jordan Edwards at Jordan Edwards Studio. 
And uh, yeah, and of course, check out all the latest music news and uh, interviews on popdust.com. So until next time, we'll see you later. <laughs>